1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a big night in the Premiership. Rangers sign highly rated teenager Amad Diallo on loan from Man United hours after seeing off Livingston. The gap stays at four points after Celtic got past Hearts at Tyne Castle and Dundee United with other big winners with a share of the spoils at Fir Park and in the basement battle in Perth. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Mark Wilson. And Gordon DL Mark Wilson Lots happening last night It was It was a very exciting night You've got to say um, First and foremost Celtic going to Tyne Castle A hard place to go In the first game With Ange Postacoglu Obviously ended in defeat So he knew what to expect there but his newly shaped side, his new signings turned up and they got the three points, albeit a bit nervy at the end. And Rangers, well, it looked for so long that Livy was going to do the same, that they'd done at Celtic Park and hold out. But a piece of quality was enough to get the three points. Lots of other exciting games and what's to come over the next week. And a big signing, a big reputation, certainly, Gordon, for Rangers today. One that the Rangers fans will be excited about, the potential of. And uh, we watch with interest to see how it plays out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he brings, Gordon. Uh, young lad uh, came from Atalanta to Manchester United for a lot of money. Not played a lot of first team football, but by all uh, reports, bags of pace, plays on that right hand side. I think that on Tuesday, when I was on with Roger, we had callers saying that that was a position they had to look at, and they've obviously addressed it. Interesting to see what he brings Exciting news for Rangers fans Yeah you don't need me to tell you what's on the agenda tonight 01419511025 Rangers fans what do you make of the signing of Ahmad Diallo How excited are you? How do you see him fitting in? All of the usual signing questions And what about last night? Whether it was Tynecastle, Ibrox, Fir Park, McDermott Park Wherever most of the team's in the top flight in action So you must have something to share 01419511025 Always a, a tough place to go That's what they say about Tynecastle Celtic fans What did you make of it? How impressed were you With the opening hour? How pleasing was it To get those three points And big talking points And incidents within that game as well At Rangers fans I, I doubt many of you Any of you Think it was a, a vintage performance But could it be an important Goal from Scott Arfield Come the end of the season All your thoughts on last night The signing of Ahmad Diallo And anything else you fancy Do it right now 01419511 Two, five. This is uncharted territory for you two You mm. get the privilege of doing this every now and then Give me your result of the evening You are Hugh Keevans For the next two minutes Do you want me to go first Mark? Go for it I'm going uh, over to Tynecastle. I okay. think that we did say before the, the, the game next Wednesday And I know that there's a mid um, sorry, a weekend fixture still to play that was always going to be a difficult one for Celtic. Watched the game last night going first hour, I thought they were absolutely terrific. Credit to Hearts, they come back into it, missed a late penalty. But to get through there, hostile atmosphere, lot of injuries, pick up a valuable three points, I'm giving it Celtic. Okay, Mark Wilson. Mm, well, since he's went for Celtic, I'll go for my old club, but my other old club, Dundee Dumbar United. Dumbar, mm. no, they had a rest night. But Dundee United, when... Regan Charles Cook put Ross County ahead at Tannadice. Tam Courts must have been thinking, what do we have to do to get a win in the Premiership? It was fine going all the way in, uh, at Kelly on Saturday, but the Premiership is where he really had to kick start again. And when Nicky Clark equalised, 
It looked like there was only going to be one team to win it And he scores in the 91st minute to win it So it was a huge result for Tam Courts Okay, don't mind those suggestions What about your goal of the evening? Mark, Do, you yeah. go first then Ooh, uh, well, I'm going to go to Tynecastle Hatati. Now, there is criticism over Craig Gordon And did it go through him? Should he have saved that? I thought, first and foremost, to take that strike on To get it in target But the power behind it To beat Craig Gordon from there Is something special the only one winner last night, Gordon Scotty, Scotty Arfield It was an absolute I have harped on about this lad For years, especially at Rangers He brings so much His goal last night, sensational There's no other way he's getting the ball in the back of the net uh, Had to think out the box In the box and put it into the back end uh, <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> goal <laughs> Well described He's been working on that yeah, 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 No yeah, I just yeah. made that one up I was a, You, you was probably wouldn't even argue would you I yes. was a great finish Outstanding technique uh, Okay Howler of the evening Gordon Deal. I'm going over to Tynecastle Wow you're uh, obsessed with Tynecastle Yes And I think uh, Referee John Beaton got Near Beaton's uh, possible sending off It should be a sending off Gordon Now I will argue Like most of the Celtic fans I thought the first booking Was very soft I didn't really think It was a booking But when you're on a yellow card And you stick out your hand And deliberately hand the ball Then it's a sending off It's a second yellow Everybody knows that Everybody sees it So he's got away with one there So Beats It wasn't your finest moment <laughs> Howler of the evening for you Mark I'm going to stick with Tynecastle Rangers fans will probably agree with me for once in this Liam Boyce Penalty kick Usually so reliable Hearts haven't had great luck from the penalty spot this year But when Hearts were on top in the game And if he puts that in I would have made an interesting end to the game So haven't he miss it Big moment Okay 01419511025 Let's hear from you Rangers fans What do you make of the signing of Ahmad Diallo Lots of you have been telling us You needed a winger You needed a right sided player anyway You've got one with a huge reputation One who had a massive price tag uh, When he went to Man United So give us all your thoughts on that Hasn't played a lot of first team football As you uh, will probably know Give us all your thoughts on that one Celtic fans The game last night The game at Ibrox Games elsewhere Whatever you fancy Now is a good time To pick up the phone 01419511025 Let's start with Scott and Gara Hill uh, Scott since it's fresh If it's breaking news If you like this afternoon Let's start with the signing of Ahmad Diallo What do you make of that? Yeah, I think he's a really good game, lads. Hi. I think he's a really good signing for Rangers. And obviously playing for Rangers, I will, uh, as he goes back down to Manchester United, he will be a better player with playing under Rangers. Yeah, I mean, Mark, it's a six-month loan, or a loan till the end of the season. He is an Ivory Coast international, I think three caps, joined Man United in January last year from Atalanta. Fee, you know, meant to be roughly twenty million, but rising to thirty odd, you know, with the, the sort of add-ons, um, has only played sixty-eight minutes of football this season. So yeah. the, the, there's clearly a reputation there. There's clearly potential there, and uh, uh, you can see why Rangers fans like like Scott would be excited by it. Well, of course. Uh, I mean, Man United have got bags of money. We all know that, but you don't spend that amount of money on on uh, such a young player. Um, with a lot of experience If there's not that reputation If they've not done their homework Big clubs do their homework in players And they go right into their background So there's no doubt Man United have Have done that They've brought them in They've uh, Given them some experience Run about the first team But they want them to play games In games in a Competitive environment 
in quite a difficult environment like Ibrox to bring him on and I think it's, it suits both parties Ibrox will be a good venue for, for the kid to play but on paper it looks great um, albeit he's not played a lot of football but the, the ability is obviously there I mean Gordon there's, there's never such a thing as a guaranteed mm-hmm. success when it comes to recruitment it's just not the way it works and naturally we'll, we'll wait and see how big an impact he has as Mark says the reputation speaks for itself He's going to presumably play a lot more first team football than he's been used to. Fourteen appearances in his career so yeah. far, so the 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 reputation's there, the potential is there. Can he come up and, and deliver straight away? That would be the well. I, I, when, the when you see him going for such a price tag and not played a lot of games to Manchester United, they clearly have done their homework. Think the potential is there, Gordon. Yes, he certainly needs games. We know that 14 games in his career so far. He needs more than that. Will he be guaranteed that? I think he's got to come up and prove it. I don't think you just walk into the team because you're up and low and you've got a big price tag. You've come from Manchester United. I think the Rangers man will be saying, look, you'll need to earn your place. But he's been given an opportunity. We've heard good things about him. I don't know a lot about the lad. I'll need to wait and see uh, what he brings to it. The one thing I know is that he fills a position that Rangers were a bit short on. Uh, you looked at Brandon Barker playing last week against Sterling Albion and I think we all agree he didn't have his greatest uh, moments and I don't think he's one to go forward so he's addressed that, he's brought someone in and it'll be interesting to see what the lad gives him Scott, was that an area of the pitch that you felt needed to be addressed? Yes, 100% Also, young Lowry, young Lowry last night once again had an outstanding game It's really good that Gio's given him uh, 90 minutes yeah, yeah, he's he's come in. Um, in fact, we'll get to him in a second. I'm going to play uh, some clips of Van Bronckhorst talking about him. Mark, the, the Diallo signing, Rangers fans are, are very excited about it, or most of them, not all of them. Um, that's just the way we work here. We'll always argue about something. Even if he doesn't quite fill the absolute potential that you're talking about of the, the 20, 30 million, as, as Gordon says at the moment, his challenge is with no, And this is going to be sounding As if I'm disrespectful His challenge is to be Better than Scott Wright yeah. or, or, or better than what's already there And I think lots of Rangers fans would At least fancy him to come in and do that Yeah you would think so Scott Wright has been one who Has shown in flashes That he's, he is a good player There's no doubt about it But just not consistent enough And you wouldn't really put him down As a winger that's going to hold that position And hold off people So as soon as Hardy gets injured uh, and news comes out that he's he's out for a long time Then Giovanni Van Bronckhurst needed somebody in there um, Needed somebody to strengthen that area And push Scott Wright all the way um, I think Scott Wright will end up a backup To Dial um, And it's uh, on, the, on the face it, it's a good sign And any, any young player who signs for the top club in the world And I know Man United have fell a bit from their, their perch mm. But the top club in the world for that amount of money To then come up to Scotland it's a real coup for the Scottish yeah. game And you expect them I mean, th- this, To be decent This period is quite frustrating Gordon Because everybody mm. just projects their own Preconceptions on it straight away Let's be honest We don't know how, how can you ever really prejudge a signing accurately You can look at reputation and, and form and all the rest of it There have been There have been players with big reputations Who've come up here mm-hmm. and, and not found it easy Does that have any relevance to this one? Not really It's just an interesting um, Thing for people to To draw on So you're just going to have to let this Let this Play out What we do know is It is a six month loan He's here mm-hmm. to the end of the season With that type of Transfer fee 
there, there is no option to buy This is a short term thing And it's essentially Come in and help us win the league Yeah Exactly And I think that um, You know the fact that It's six months Gordon You're getting a look at the lad You're getting his services You're hoping that he hits the ground running Of course you do You're right There's no guarantees The lad's not played a lot of football That's the only concern for me Um, But He's going to get an opportunity here And Rangers will have done All the homework And all the prep on him as As best as possible they feel confident. The manager feels confident that he can add that pace and width to his team, but he's still to go out and produce it. Scott makes an interesting point about uh, Alex Lowry going in for his first start. Well, the manager was happy, says he had no doubt about throwing him in from the start, and of course was happy with that Scott Arfield goal as well. Yeah, I think the quality is like, uh, you know, on a high standard. You know, it's uh, on purpose to hit the ball like that. And, uh, you know, we are, we know uh, Arfield is capable in, in doing this. this. And uh, so I'm happy uh, he's back and uh, we have him available uh, for the next fixture. And of course, you gave a start to youngster Alex Lowry. He seemed to be doing some really nice touches, particularly in the first half. A lot of influence, a lot of confidence. As you said, he was very comfortable. Uh, you know, we can, he can bring energy, he can bring um, you know, good moments to, uh, to create chances. He has that. And um, so for me, it was um, you know, no, uh, no big issue to give him a chance because we need players with his qualities. And of course, with, with a couple of players missing, you know, I uh, I rather uh, put in a youngster with the same qualities, and today he uh, he did well. Can he be happy with his full debut? Well, yeah, hundred percent. I think that uh, he got the ball ro- rolling when he came on. He got that confidence booster with that early goal against Sterling Albion, and a well taken goal it was. Um, a lot of people were then asking a the question. Okay, it was only Sterling Albion. They're at home to Livingston, uh, a, a, a better team, uh, more quality in the team. Would the manager have the confidence to put him back in? He certainly did, and he repaid the manager back because he was excellent. Thank you to Scott. Any other Rangers fans out there with thoughts on either last night or that signing of Ahmad Diallo? Pick up the phone right now, 01419511025. Stevie's a Celtic fan. What did you take away from last night, Stevie? Does that feel like a big win? Well, I've watched the two games, to be honest with you. I've seen a good bit of the Rangers game and seen the Celtic game. And just looking at the game, two games. It's game on. Game on next week, Old Firm game. It's game on. And after watching what I've seen, obviously Celtic are favourites for next week. They're also favourites uh, for the final as well. This uh, manager at Celtic's got, I'm sorry guys, I can't even mind the guy pronounce his name. You talk about him every other day. But I think he's got Celtic playing good football. And I think there's better to come from him. He's only in the door. He's had a mountain to climb. With Celtic, Celtic was down and dusted when he came in. He's building the team up. He's getting there with them. And I'm being honest with you, lads. I seriously think next week, wait and see what we are talking about next week. Because I think Celtic, going on what I've seen, I'm going to say 3-1. I'm going to go 3-1 next week. I think Celtic will take Rangers game on next week and show them a good game of football. So you basing this on, on last night's performance Stevie The last couple Home advantage Because I'm almost certain We'd get Rangers fans Phoning in and saying Well we're top We're four points clear And we've got the You know the The recent record In the fixture Celtic haven't beaten us In a long time So we fancy our chances What, what are you basing the, the confidence on mostly? I'm basing it on What I've seen last night I understand what Rangers fans Are maybe saying 
I totally agree with Rangers fans if that's the way they want to talk. But things change. Things change. So Celtic win this next week. It's not three part four points. It's a point. One point. That's all it is. So it's game on. The league is on. Celtic are there. And I still go with it. Celtic, and I said it before and I said it to Hugh Keevans, if Celtic win the league, I will donate £50 to your cash for kids. You're a very generous man, mm. Stevie. Um, well, I think clearly last night was a big result. It's got Stevie fired up. He was very excited. And yeah. we've still, I, like, I don't mind that. We've still the weekend to go over. That's true. If, if they beat Dundee United, I'll be switching off on Monday. Don't want to hear, Stevie. Um, I think he'll go off the scale. I've got to say, I agree. I thought that Celtic uh, watched the game last night gone. I thought for an hour they were excellent. They've got a great pace about them, great energy. Riley making his debut, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. I think he'll be a big plus for Postacoglu. But there's a bit of work to do. I said on Tuesday night, I do believe that Celtic would have went and uh, beat Hearts, although they've been very tight, and it turned out that way. I fancied Rangers to beat Livingston a bit, little bit more comfortable. I do, I, I do think the same about the weekend, and I will say that next Wednesday night's game at Celtic Park will be a very important game. I mean, I, I get the, the general angle that Stevie's coming from. Any win at Tynecastle would be considered a good win, and Celtic were very good for an hour. And I'm sure Rangers weren't at their best against Livy, Mark. But is that is that enough to to sort of project on to next week? Rangers could have a very different team next week as well. Kent coming back, uh, Aribo coming back. Does it does it make any difference? Do you have you not have to grind out some results anyway on, yeah, on the way to trying to win a title? Of course you do. I think I think though the Celtic fans can see the the progress just purely because symbolically that first game at Tynecastle where they lost to last night totally different. Looked uh, really, you know, resolute. As Dad says, brilliant for the first hour going forward, and then you're always going to come under pressure at Tynecastle. And when they lose a goal, yep, okay, they get away with one with a penalty, no doubt about that. But there was a sustained period where Hearts were, you know, piling the ball on top of them, and they held out. Would that have happened five months ago? Maybe not. So Celtic fans like Stevie are excited, thinking that. This Celtic team have got a good mix now You know they're learning how to win the dirty way As well as can play some good football And score some terrific goals So no doubt about it Wednesday will, will be a, a terrific one But I, I, I do agree with him At this moment in time Both teams uh, We can assume that both teams Will get through the weekend um, Can we? Well Just checking But I am Yeah I'll assume they'll get through the weekend I would put Celtic With, with a home advantage the new players looking to have freshened the squad up a bit. I would put them as slight favourites. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll find out. Thank you to Stevie. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu, who thinks they should have won by a bigger score line last night. He says it was a good result, though, in a tough environment. It was a cracking game. I, I thought, yeah, we, we, I thought we played really well, and um, you know, we, 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 we should have killed the game off. A third goal would have done that. Uh, you know, when they got their goal, you know, they hadn't really created much up until that point, but. Obviously, the crowd gets behind them. It's not an easy place to come and, and play. And um, yeah, Having said that, I thought we still defended well when we needed to, which is an important part of you know, what you need to do when you come to a place like this. Um, so, yeah, the scoreline was tighter than it should have been. But in terms of the overall performance, I thought, you know, in a, on a difficult day with a difficult challenge, I thought we handled it quite well. It's probably the one thing that, that is a little bit sort of underestimated in this team. They're just a really resilient group of players, you know. We... We had plenty of reasons to have excuses as to why we, you know, we can't do what we want to do. But 
I thought tonight, even tonight, um, with the changes we had to make, that football was still great. Come on then, Celtic fans. What did you make of the performance last night? What about Matt O'Reilly's debut? What did you make of him? How did you assess his performance? Rio Hatati with the goal. A couple of contentious offside moments. Gordon thinks near Beaton should have been sent off. Over at Ibrooks, we had Scott Arfield's goal separating the sides. Levy certainly felt Alex Lowry should have been penalised for a handball on the line. I don't know what you make of that. And there's the signing. Uh, of Ahmad Diallo as well Now is a great time To get your calls in On any of them Pick up the phone right now And you could be up next You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Are in the building It's 0141-951-1025 To get in touch And let them know What is on your mind We've had a big signing For Rangers today A big three points At Ibrox and Tynecastle Last night What did you make Of the performances What did you make Of the talking points What have you made Of the signing And anything else 0141-951-1025 Let's bring in Jamie Who's a Rangers fan uh, In Sandy Hills What have you got for us Jamie What about starting With the signing Are you happy with that Hi, how you doing guys? I, I'm really happy with the signing for rumours from what I've heard. I mean, the guy's come from Man United, young boy. I mean, they spent a lot of money on him. I mean, he must be good. He's, he's got to be something special. I mean, they spent, what was it, 25, 30, 30 million on the boy. Uh, I don't know, it's only a loan deal. But hopefully he does. He hits the ground running. And with the way the team is looking at the minute, it's kind of makeshift in my eyes because he, We've got players like Morelos away, Aribo was away, Balogun, Hillander out, all the, the usual starters that we would have. I mean, the last caller that came on, I felt a wee bit harsh on Rangers. I mean, we're still grinding out results every week, playing reasonable football. And to be honest, I thought, I watched the game last night against Livingston, I thought it was 1-0 going on about 4-5 at times where Sakala should have buried a few. So, yeah, I was just watching a little points on that. <laughs> What about the performance last night, Gordon? Um, I think everyone going along to Ibrooks was expecting a little bit more goals, Gordon. Um, but we said last week that you know about Livingston. Livingston go there. You look at their performance at Celtic Park. They frustrated Celtic, um, you know, that night. Uh, that's an afternoon. Was it an afternoon game? Um, you know, and they went with the same tactics. They know what they're all about. They know their jobs. Rangers, yeah, could have scored more goals. Most important thing just now for me is in the lead up to this game, just after the winter break, is get the points on the board because next Wednesday is going to be so important. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but you've still Ross County for Rangers and obviously Dundee United at home respectively for Celtic. But I just think that getting points on the board just now, uh, there's players missing from both sides, so they're not at their strongest. So as long as they're getting the three points, yes, I think they would be looking for more goals that took a wonder goal for from Arfield to break down Livingston. But I'll, I'll flip it round. I think if you look at if you're a Livingston fan, you'd been delighted with their performance last night. They could have got, easily got away there, you know, defending very well, very well organised with a point for, his, for the fact that Arfield scored an absolutely wonder goal. I thought the performance was okay It wasn't sparkling But that's just right As long as you win these games You've seen the damage it done to Celtic You know earlier in the season Well both games home and away um, And plus you get Alex Lowry in there Who again has another impressive performance Where Giovanni Van Bronckhurst could have opted for Other more experienced players who were on the bench 
And he did have other chances So Scott Wright A, a tremendous block on the line Sakala Jamie's right Should have put a couple away But three points was an important thing Going to Dingwall on Saturday Enough uh, Letting Celtic gain any momentum on him. Yeah I mean Jamie You mentioned Diallo the, the, I mean the reputation's obviously there The it, it speaks for itself He's played 68 minutes of football this season And you know Obviously he's, he's inexperienced Because he's very young you confident he can you know, kind of come in first team week in week out must win games and, and hit the ground running well I mean look at Alex Lowry I mean he's only he came on against Dylan Albion had a great game and everybody was giving him big write up saying yeah he played well but it's against Dylan Albion to be respectful to them but you can only play who's in front of you and to be honest the boy came on yesterday as well started yesterday sorry and he was I thought he was fantastic again the boys get Nice slick touches He's he's confident on the ball And I I think if he keeps going the way he's going He's going to be a good player For Rangers I definitely do think he'll be Great for us And Ryan Jack as well It was good to see him Coming back into the squad I think he looked a bit good But hopefully he's by his injuries uh, It'd be good to see him Getting back in regular game time as well Yeah I mean Alex Lowry's a Scotland Youth International Mark So that Always gives everyone else a, I don't know, a slight extra incentive to, to look at how we how we progress from a, a national team perspective. Janine Bakuna has left Rangers today, by the way, yeah. as well. He's he's gone to to Birmingham. Yanis Hadji's injured. Yes, Diallo's in. I know it's only a, one Premiership game. Is there any reason why why Alex Lowry can't not necessarily start every game, but but re- remain a a big part of the first team picture? Well, like I say, last night Giovanni Van Bronckers he could have went a few different ways. You know, you've got experience sitting on the bench here, Lundstrom in particular, who it looks like he doesn't fancy anyway. But he chose to put Lowry in, and the boy's done well in the couple of occasions we've managed to see him. So you get the impression right away that the managers had a look at this kid in training for a number of weeks, training with his first team. And then he's thought over a period This guy's good enough to actually play So the Sterling Albion game came at a good time to play him And he, he pays you with a goal And then last night's performance again was good There's no reason for him to drop out the team And it's a a position He holds a position That Rangers are pretty strong And they get everybody back But if he's playing well And he can be trusted Keep him in Again I'm not in the business mm-hmm. of Predicting that he's going to be brilliant or, or not for Rangers this season Gordon How could I possibly tell But it's pretty clear to anyone who watches You, you don't need long to tell how a player you know, Receives the ball Moves the ball That you know the, the type of technical ability he's got That just it just screams out straight away doesn't it? Yeah he's a, he's a good talent Gordon Very confident player as well uh, Everybody talks about technically that's a, That's the word that they use Very very good indeed uh, Matt's right he's up against good competition um, he's been terrific in his last two games Come on against Sterling Obviously last night played very, very well indeed You've got Aribo, you've got Jack coming back These are international players, these are top players mm. I think the boy will stay around about the first team Because I think he's shown enough And obviously the manager will want to keep him there So that he keeps progressing But when it comes up to the big games He'll go back to the rebels of this world And after the recent successes of Billy Gilmore Nathan Patterson being the poster boys He was also, Alex Lowry, part of the Scottish FA's performance school programme Down at Braidhurst That's that's your neck of the woods Yes, yeah, just down the road I know you like to keep your, 
your finger on the pulse I thought you maybe would have been a, aware of the, the talent on your doorstep You've never I, mentioned I, it I, up until now No, I've not really passed that way uh, too often Because of your sore knee, not being out walking yeah, as much Yeah, I sort of go the other way, Gordon, right, okay. it's not as hilly But uh, the boys doing <laughs> so mundane one. <laughs> the boys, the the boy, the the boys uh, get off to a good start. You can't get any better coming on. The fans have taken to him. I think the manager will will just make sure that he he nurtures them along the way. He'll not throw them right in at the deep end. The boys got talent. He's one for the future, and he's playing with good players, and he'll learn mm-hmm. how to play. Okay. Well, Jamie was actually. Happy enough with, with the performance last night Thought it was okay Thought it was one going on Four or five He says This is what Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Made of it Yeah I think it, the quality is like it, As you said It was really uh, Tough circumstances You know With the wind uh, With the rain uh, You could see We were uh, Having difficulties uh, Playing our normal uh, Way of playing I think that's what One aspect I think we um, We could have done better uh, we didn't, uh, you know, to play uh, the way we wanted. But then again, you, we created a lot of chances, especially first half. You know, good crosses. I think we were very close in, in scoring the goal. But um, you, you always know when you not score, you know, the time ticks ticks away. So, um, but you know, we could uh, bring in uh, Kamar and, and and Scott. You know, they were uh, both only available for uh, half an hour, and um, you know, Scott made the difference. So it's um, yeah, it's been a, a tough game, but uh, in the end, uh, also tough games you have to win. And uh, for us, uh, you know, another three points, um, you know, for us today. So that's uh, that's very positive. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's bring in Paul, who is in Cumbernauld. What's your point tonight, Paul? Good evening, Gordon. Gordon, Mark. Hello. Um, uh, just regarding the penalty, Rangers, uh, the penalty that Livingston didn't get mm-hmm. last night. I watched it today um, and it's blatant one I've ever seen. The most blatant penalty you've ever seen? Uh, he runs in his arm, hits it right to the keeper's hands. He runs out, kicks the ball up the park. Well, um, that's quite a high you know, bar there. Mm. The most blatant he's ever seen. Do you two agree, disagree? Alex Lowry on the line. Big appeals from Livingston. Referee not having it. Are you two? You want to go first? You go first. Could you yeah, be uh, quite good at these things? Yeah, because the Rangers fans Stone will be waiting and you, you'll, you'll be being biased. Stonewall. <laughs> 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 on first view, I thought, oh, that looks a stonewall. When you see it from the different angle, it clearly hits his chest. So I, I don't agree with Paul that it's the most blatant one he's ever seen. I think it's quite clear it hits his chest for me. Okay, you? What's your verdict? It's never apparently in a million years. Paul says it's the most it's blatant not, he's no, ever no, seen. No, no, well, listen, okay, in Paul's eyes, it's a penalty kick. Let me tell so you. So, what, you think it hits his chest as well? 100%. It's not a penalty kick. Paul? Nah, well, I've looked at every angle with day on YouTube. Definitely, Adam. Mm. <laughs> Even the one from behind the goal? I don't even know if I've seen that one, Mark, in all honesty. You just say it to uh, seen every angle. angle yeah. Aye, every angle on well, YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> 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 Aye, YouTube, don't be watching that. Aye. To be fair, Paul, uh, if there's one man who shouldn't be throwing accusations around about YouTube search history, it's got to be L, right? So we won't, uh, um, YouTube. We, won't, we won't go there. See conversations like this, I, I, I like to think I can always sort of keep them going. I, I, I don't really know what else to say. Paul's adamant it's the most blatant he's ever seen and it hits his arm and you two say it hits his chest. Mm. I don't know what, what, What's next Do we ground in circles On that all day Yeah everybody Everybody will disagree With decisions Gordon But I find it very hard To make a case For that last night I really do I don't think It was 
It was a penalty kick at all. Mark agrees. He would have hoped to be in an ex Celtic man, it would have been a penalty kick. But there, an honest guy standing next to me says it's not a penalty kick. Hmm. <sighs> Did you see the Celtic game, Paul? I, I, no, I, I'm not sure I have to drive a lorry. Um, so I could, once I get to Stirling, I go to Played One to shoot to FM, so I don't get you any, any further up. <laughs> We're going to get ourselves in trouble, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, just, just what, are you watch, just... what are you watching YouTube in your lorry? Don't, don't get him in trouble. He's getting sacked. We're getting sacked. Everyone north of Stirling is going to be on the phone. Switching oh. off the radio as we speak. I think we've had a few. Up north. I think we've had some issues with that stuff before in here, so we better, we better not. Not me. Not me. Oh. 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 That's not an opinion. Anyone um, listening? That's Paul's opinion. So... Yeah. Run my cabin when I see the, the thing is, he obviously delivers up north as well. What up there? <laughs> uh, so for you two Just to conclude Not a penalty For the handball And no, Alex no, no. I'm not giving the penalty kick No yeah. no, no, Definitely no, no, no. no No Not the most blatant one You've ever seen uh, It's not the most blatant But um, I hope enjoy uh, uh, Who is it Paul enjoys Let's these. keep the handballs Together then right. Any complaints about The penalty Harps were awarded No No it was a penalty kick No 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 uh, Okay We'll maybe get to the rest Because there were some Offside discussions In that game as well So why not give us your thoughts uh, on those Were they offside Were they not Did it even itself out Do we need VAR All the usual uh, And Celtic fans This might be a good time What did you make of Matt O'Reilly's debut Were you impressed with him How impressed were you with him What did you make of it We're going to hear Ange Postacoglu's thoughts on it So it would be lovely to hear yours Matt O'Reilly's debut last night What did you make of it Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals we added another three last night Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals It's our new competition Where you could win a huge cash amount At the end of the season And the reason I'm saying We added another three last night If you've not heard the way this works Is every time Celtic or Rangers score We add £250 to the jackpot And I mean League, Cup, Europe The lot Whenever they score We up the cash amount So two for Celtic last night One for Rangers We're now sitting at a nice round £4,000 this is going to go right till the end of the season That number is going to grow significantly And that amount could be yours One lucky person will win the lot tax free At the end of the season Every single penny you could win But to enter You need to text the word GOAL To 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only Full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com and I did say it was to the end of the season Every competition So the lines close Scottish Cup final day 6 o'clock 21st of May So you've got a bit of time But let's be honest You're not going to want to miss out on this You might as well text right now Text GOAL to 61025 and Good luck from us 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB I asked you your thoughts Celtic fans On Matt O'Reilly's debut Let's hear the thoughts of Ange Postacoglu On that topic And you can give us yours He was delighted uh, Not only with him But Rio Hatati as well And he says it's just the start Of what they can offer at the club Yeah it's great You know for him and, and Rio um, You know Rio's played 70 minutes of football In the last month uh, you know, Maddie's trained with us you know, two or three days, uh, and he's got more. You know, he's just beginning. You know, he's it's not easy. Um, you know, he set a pretty high bar after the first game, and um, you know, but he's like I said after the first game. You know, he's a very determined young man to to reach the top, and yeah, you know, it's pleasing for me because we've brought in you know, a fair few guys, kind of in their early twenties, who are really ambitious, and I think 
the beauty of it is whatever they do, we know they can improve and they'll get better. And I think that gives us a really good sort of nucleus moving forward, not just for this year, but beyond. Let's bring in Mick in Balornock. Mick, how were you impressed with the debut of Matt O'Reilly? Very, very impressed. I mean, he ended up getting the man of the match. And, uh, and that was even when going off uh, with, with Camp near the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I thought every Celtic player last night, there wasn't a failure in the Celtic team at all. And uh, two great goals. It was great to see the big Greek striker getting his second goal in as many games. He said in Monday's uh, papers, his season starts now. Hopefully Celtic will get the benefit of that. Was it offside, Mick? Robbie Nielsen certainly felt so. No, I thought it was level. I thought it was level. I mean, the way he took it, I mean, it was like a Rambour into the back of the net. He took it took it really well. And you've got to be well on your thing to beat such a great goalkeeper and Craig Gordon. Right now. But uh, Hitachi's goal, I mean, that was Shunsky Nakamura style. I mean, that was something similar to the goal Nakamura scored against Rangers at Celtic Park. The year Rangers got to the UEFA Cup final, the season went to the that was extended because Rangers got there. But uh, what a goal! I mean, nobody will ever forget that goal. Right, let's let's go on a, a couple of those topics. Um, Matt O'Reilly's debut impressed. So it was eight mm. chances he created last night. That was the, the start in the TV. Uh, he certainly was involved. Very much so, Gordon. Man uh, of the match, deserving. Uh, oh yeah, I thought I thought the boy was excellent, and you know usually. Hatati came in and everyone raved about him, but the difference was Celtic Park against Tibbs, you're, dom- you're dominating most of the ball. This was Tynecastle, Mark will tell you, one of the most difficult places to go. Atmosphere was cranked up last night, hearts were in your faces, midfield, very difficult position to play, you don't get a lot of time the ball. I thought the boy was absolute quality last night. He couldn't ask for a better debut. Brilliant I like the interview on Sky Mark Just straight away acknowledge I've never played in an atmosphere like this You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm used to League One I, I've never played in anything like this And yeah. um, that'll just be the start of it I'm sure Yeah, quite the debut You've got to say um, I don't think a lot of people knew a lot about him When he comes up But the one thing you've got to say Is Ange Postacoglu Has certainly done his homework Because There's one thing that All Postacoglu signings got in common That Every single player he signs just looks so comfortable with the ball at his feet. Under pressure, can pick a pass. Always looks like he, he had time last night. I thought he was terrific and I think he looks a, a real good fit for the Celtic team. I know it's slightly different from where Cal McGregor plays, but when you take that uh, McGregor out the side, somebody so composed in the ball who can create chances and you can bring in somebody who, who can... Do similar Albeit in a wee bit Slightly different position Then it's It's a bonus And as Mick's point About Jacques Marcus as well He's right His season starts now They've went the first half Of the season without him Now they've got a guy up front Who leads the line And they may not be involved All the time Or be tidy like Kyogo But if he scores goals uh, 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 won't matter one jot to the Celtic fans uh, Mick thought that Jacques Marcus was level Wasn't offside Robbie Nielsen disagreed He thought both, you know, they said the assistant let the referee down for two of the goals last night, Liam Boyce's uh, and the one from Jack Amakis. Tinge of disappointment. I thought we, I thought we started the game very well, and then we allowed Celtic, who are a very good team, we allowed them to be a good team for about after the first ten minutes until we got to half time, and at that point we're two 0 down and we're chasing it. So second half pleasing, first half I think I think we can be better. I thought the ref done alright, but I thought the linesman let them down. You know, I think it's our goal. And so the Celtic goal and our goal are two poor decisions. 
you get decisions like that every week. You know, for me, I think it's a clear cut one. He's got to see it. You know, there's nobody in between him, but it didn't happen. So, you know, we're all for VAR. The sooner we get it, the better. Um, Mick thought Celtic's one was okay. Robbie Nielsen thought they were both off. Ange Postacoglu really doesn't care much for these things. He, he didn't. He doesn't really like talking about it. What's your take on it? Uh, I'm not going to be popular tonight, as usual. I thought that I can understand why Jackie Marcus was given right. Because it is a very, very tight call Robbie well, Nielsen's talking about it being bread and butter And he's no, got to get no, that right No, I disagree I don't think it's bread and butter And I've got to say what a fantastic finish it is It's a great finish Gets in front of Suter It's a real good finish And I'll do, do his uh, confidence the world the good I think if you're getting VAR And VAR was in place last night He would have probably been just called offside Right, but I can understand. I like the I like the striker to get the advantage. But if Var was there last night, I and Liam Boyce is off as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred more, more clear cut. More, I, I yeah. think Robbie Robin Nielsen was right. The two of them were pretty much the same. Very very tight calls, but probably. Do you yeah. think Boyce was a tight call? Yeah, I, see at the time I when I saw it changed. Real time. Every, I think it was changed everything for me. It, it is VAR because we keep talking about you know it would clear those things up and and hopefully it would. But what, once you see those lines How many times have you watched a football game now Where you think that's on or it's off And then when they put the lines in You go mm. Oh actually hold on Yeah you're right I didn't realise the knee was ahead of his foot Or his head was You know So I thought I thought the, I thought Jack Amakis won uh, As you've described that brilliant gone Because I looked at a couple of times And I'm thinking Yeah Jack right. Amakis' head looks like it's the furthest forward I've seen people saying Ah but look at Suter's left foot Yeah, yeah. If you look at Was it the Man United game at the weekend Against West Ham The ball gets played to Cavani And he looked A mile offside And the lines come up You're right And he's off the, So both uh, off for you Both off for me up, Okay Yeah yeah, I Even, thought boys, evens itself out Is that the way it works? It, well, 1-0 uh, to Celtic So, I, I mean boys looked in real time to me It'd be a mile off But it proved to be Quite tight in the end Quite tight okay. in the end But both off uh, Right, okay Mick You'll have to agree but to disagree on that He's so done He's making a face at me Barry is a Celtic fan on the line What about Matt O'Reilly's debut? Barry Hi there, how are we doing team, alright? Good, thank you, good, what did you make of it? Uh, I thought I thought he was actually, he was very Tom Rogic-esque to me I think he just, if we didn't know Tom Rogic was playing It was very similar to him, the way he played his football Very calm on the ball, got a lovely left foot I think obviously time caught up with him as the game went on You could see he was cramping stuff I think it was a great first debut Especially with Tinkass, it's not an easy place to make your debut, do you know what I mean? Yeah, pitch straight in, Mark Yeah, yeah and that shows the confidence of manager Has in him uh, I, I know he was limited with injuries and, and people out, but he must have thought he was good enough to go in and handle that occasion and he needed players to go in there and put their foot in the ball and show composure he's certainly one of them and I think the Celtic fans will, will look forward to seeing him at the weekend I get a wonder of the play because he did look in some discomfort with Grant we've been there before it's it's horrible um, Robin Nielsen seemed quite annoyed by that but players can go over these things quickly and it'll be interesting to see how he is in Saturday horrible hypocrite Gordon DL because generally I think you know we're always just desperate to compare people and, and bring up these comparisons However When we were watching the television coverage last night Before it started They were showing his goals and assists for MK Dons I think it was during one of the breaks And Alex Ray and I were He does have a bit of the Tom Rogic about him Just sort mm-hmm. of the way he receives the ball He's obviously he's quite tall as well The way Tom Rogic yeah. is Yeah, he's very elegant, Gordon He's good in the eye, as they say uh, I thought, right, okay. I, thought, I have actually down. seen that okay. mentioned, but I thought yeah, we were no, sticking yeah, to his, no, his footballing uh, ability. Very good. He's a handsome young chap. Uh, is, is very that handsome. Right. Yeah, he'll do very well in Glasgow. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, I was very impressed. And and take into consideration, it's his debut, Tyne Castle, and everybody, every every player will tell you 
A hard place to go Very tight People get in He's playing in the middle of the park He looked composed Finished off his night Lying his back Doing a break dance with Cramp uh, I just thought it was An all round performance I really did But Mark's saying there I think he is A stick on to playing Saturday uh, Barry everyone keeps saying Celtic were great For the first hour so, so what happened after that Does the goal knock the stuffing out of them psychologically Or is it, is it a physical thing The legs What was the, what was the difference between the, the start and the end I generally believe we've seen that before with Celtic in Europe and stuff See how when we get to like, we've come out of the box flying 60-70 minutes Then it does seem as if we sort of got to put up a bit of rear guard the last 15-20 I think this is something under his post or goggle we've been used to Do you know what I mean? I'd like to make another point in regards to make it, uh, Matt O'Reilly I think if you've seen his interview after the game I think it was very refreshing to hear him say like, he's never been in that sort of atmosphere Very intense and see you go to somewhere like 10 Castle So it's just good for Scottish football as well Got players that will be interesting coming up to experience there I, I, yeah, I think very generally I said that, Mark. I, yeah. I liked it. It wasn't even asked, it just straight off the bat. <laughs> um, and I'm sure if he felt the atmosphere last night, he'll certainly feel it again on next Wednesday yeah. if he's involved. Um, That's great because Scottish football, let's be honest, gets gets knocked a lot of the time from people in England and they think it's a nothing league with Celtic Rangers at Celtic Park in Ibrox. That's the only real atmosphere. But the, the truth is, when you play for Celtic Rangers, you go around every ground. It brings a, a, a special atmosphere But Tynecastle is the one Because it's such a good stadium So tight And yep He'll certainly experience that again next week Thank you Barry Gary is on Twitter Saying a second yellow for Beaton After deliberate handball Put that to the panel Gordon's already said It was his howler Of the, the, the night You thought he should have walked And did you agree? Mm. Yes Yeah 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 uh, Short and sweet Thanks again Let's do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk/slash/football. Come on, then beat the pundit time. I, I I don't know what's happening. The pundits are on an incredible run of form, and it must have even even Alex Ray won last night. Oh, I mean, seriously, goodness. that's the stage it's getting to. We need to get a victory for the listeners. Come on, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Lines close at seven. Game face is on. Let's do it tonight. The headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025 to join in, so don't let them down. Let's hear from you tonight. Whether it's the game at Tynecastle last night, Matt O'Reilly's debut, Rio Hatati's goal, near Beaton's handball, the offside decisions, the penalty, whatever it is, pick up the phone and let us know. Uh, we've had some interesting takes from Ibrox last night as well On the performance uh, Alex Lowry, Livingston wanted a penalty there The guys aren't convinced The signing today of Ahmad Diallo Any of your thoughts on those Get them in right now And of course other big games to look forward to uh, Or to look back on I should say That we've not done yet We'll do that between now and 8 o'clock But first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Something needs to change The pundits are on a fantastic run of form It breaks my heart Quite frankly I'm always team listener On Beat the Pundit And it's It's been a long time It was Every night this week Three so far Every night last week Even I can Count that takes us up to eight mm-hmm. And I don't even know What happened the week before So the run might even be mm. Be even longer Patrick and Broomhouse Tell me you're the man To spin it back In the listeners favour Yeah I hope so um, we'll, we'll see you're a Celtic fan, mm-hmm. Patrick. What did you make of last night? Happy with that? Yeah, happy with the first 50 minutes, and uh, it's a bit nervy for the last uh, 30, but aye. Yeah, the game did, did, did have that feeling mm. about it, Mark, didn't it? Like yeah. you, could, you could almost sense that 
or you wouldn't have been surprised if Hearts had gone on to equalise despite having not really been in the game yeah, for the first yeah, quarter no, it was that way. I did look that way near the end to the game anyway Patrick we're in Broomhouse Broomhouse in Glasgow uh, aye, between Uddingston and Bailey Aye, I know, that's, that's where I'm born My mum and dad yeah, stay still Aye, oh, magnificent uh, so Well, not born, I was born in Easter yeah. House But I moved to there, Broomhouse, aye You'll uh, hand your ball in well, you and, and the big fancy houses are the The council ones Don't uh, to tell uh, them my information, Patrick Don't let them put uh, you in the spot I'm not going like to disclose that, I don't think You keep that to yourself It's a big fancy one It's not a real Broomhouse You didn't used to hang around there, no No, well, Broomhouse, aye Still do Okay, time nice. to time. Uh, heads, it will be Mark Wilson. It will be the Broomhouse Derby. Mm-hmm. Tails, it will be Gordon DL. And I'm afraid it's going to have to wait. It's Tails. It's Gordon DL Back up against you. Patrick. Pressure on you tonight. How? You've got. You can't let your colleagues down. They're on no. a great run. No, he often does let his colleagues I, I, down. I didn't let them down Tuesday. Yeah. I didn't right. let them down the week before. Okay. okay. Forty see. games I've played. Uh, right. Let's give him some clay too, so that Patrick uh, is on his own. Patrick, thirty seconds head to head with Gordon, and you can pass. That's all you need to know. Remember. Okay. Okay. Good man, 30 seconds and it starts now. What nationality is former Celtic player Thomas Aronia? Uh, Norwegian. Who was in goal for Rangers in the 2016 Scottish Cup final? Uh, Fodringham. Name the only player sent off in the Scottish top flight last night. Uh, pass. How many goals did Scotland concede at Euro 2020? Uh, six. Name the only Scottish club to keep a clean sheet against Rangers this season. Um. Johnson. Who did Celtic play in the 1970 European Cup final? Final. Which side are top of the Scottish Championship? Um, both. Okay, let's bring Gordon back. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Almost heard you singing there. It was quite disturbing. Uh, well, Molson's put him under a bit um, of pressure here. Yeah, you ready? Go. What nationality is former Celtic player Thomas Ronya? Uh, Swedish. Who was in goal for Rangers in the 2016 oh, no. Scottish Cup final? Uh, Alexander Name the only player sent off in the Scottish top flight last night Donnelly How many goals did Scotland concede at Euro 2020? Five Name the only Scottish club to keep a clean sheet against Rangers this season Uh, Livingston Who did Celtic play in the 1970 European Cup final? Final Don't know (sighs) My beat Patrick, what's the verdict? I don't know, a close one I think oh, he'll, Pat- get, he'll get the last one Patrick got one more question in than you What was the last question? And that could be important But oh. it might not be oh, Now uh, you're telling me it is Thomas Ronya is Norwegian So he is, he lived, he went through Sweden though. It's not actually the worst you're, By your standards you're what like did, roughly in the right neck of the woods um, Yeah, he got Norwegian Yeah, but you've asked the most Celtic questions <laughs> The next one was You were laughing party There's two Rangers in there as well There's Dundee United There's Scotland Name so. one mother uh, Who was in goal for Rangers In the 2016 Scottish Cup final <laughs> Wes Fodderingham I'd never have got that Patrick got it <laughs> He's too oh, that's, that's all over Game over Game over Patrick Liam Donnelly The only man sent off last night You've pulled one back Ooh. Scotland conceded five Your level Cool All of a sudden The only Scottish club To keep a clean sheet Against Rangers this season is Dundee United So did I None of you got that right so What's his last question? Level. Who did Celtic play In the 1970 European Cup it? final It was Feyenoord <laughs> Ah well he's going well. to get that So you're level And he got one more question well, you, well, So it's well, simple Get it right there, Get it right and you're done You need him what to get this question? wrong To what take it to a tiebreaker Which side are top 
of the Scottish Championship. Inverness. No, it's not. <laughs> is it not? It's not. You wish it was because it's our broth. So it is. And Patrick got it right. Oh! He's done you. He's done you. Last minute Did winner. He? He's done it Oh Good on you Patrick <laughs> well, done. You. Well, yeah. him I, know, I know I know Well done Patrick Well done Patrick Get the win for the listeners Get Mark Wilson to drop the ball off Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just in the corner uh, Good stuff Patrick Well done The listeners are back Thank you Well done I knew Patrick would step up Convincing win I thought they were quite difficult Patrick did you well You thought I'd get nil Good game though I must say 4-3 I mean you were two down You pull it back to each I'm thinking ah, Can he go on He sh- God, shows a bit of life I don't know why I was so slow tonight <laughs> Yeah me neither tonight. I think it's my knee My knee's so What was so, it Yeah I'm trying to think What question you took too long on Five when he, how many goals Scotland Five, was? Five, yeah, was, 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 was That, that lost you. He got yeah. it right, but it came at a cost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too slow ah. counting. Well, I'm angry with that. It's me lost my undefeated yeah. record. <laughs> one week. Yeah. Uh, I, won, I won one last Tuesday. Patrick wasn't yeah, even that good. It was all that Celtic. How uh, was Patrick not that good? Season ticket holder. Patrick was fantastic. Yeah, and knew that Wes Fotheringham was in goal for Rangers, and you didn't. But Neil Alexander was a terrible answer. I was good at no, he was a, he was about two thousand twelve, wasn't he? And yeah, and prior to that, yeah, he was, yeah, he was poor. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really go back in time well there. Yeah. I didn't travel well, Mark. No, no, no. Fair. Would you have got a lot of the right there? Yep. I thought they were yes. quite difficult. Yes. I yeah. really, I really did. Well, that's it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's it. The runs over. I'm delighted. The listeners are back. Let's see if we can add to that tomorrow. See if we can make it two in a row against Hugh Keevans or Kenny Miller. We're going to speak to Ian very soon. Get your calls in. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear a bit from David Martindale uh, on the game last night. He felt Livingston were unlucky to come away with nothing, and says Scott Arfield's quality was the difference. Did we deserve to come away with three points? Probably not. We were a wee bit unlucky not to come away with a point. I think we were. Don't think we caused Rangers too many problems, but I don't think our goalkeeper was that busy. I think Rangers, good combination. Second half especially, they got behind us on a good few occasions, put dangerous balls into our box, but I thought we would dealt with, well, we dealt with 99% of the balls into our box. And then we Scotty Arfield comes on and flicks the ball into the back post. Debatable if he's trying to finish it, to be fair, but... A clever, clever player. His midfield runs are really hard to deal with, and um, he gets on the end of a cross and flicks it, and it falls in at the back post. So, I think, I think we were a wee bit unlucky to come away with nothing tonight. I feel. I'm sure almost every Rangers fan listening would disagree with that. Mm. But if you're David Martindale, you can totally understand where he's coming from. He feels like there's only been one goal. It was a moment of of quality to Scott Arfield score that. You know, again, who knows? It's it's a very you know instinctive and impressive finish, and they did all right, didn't they? You can be you can be proud of the, the yeah, performance. Yeah, I, I think most folk, apart from the Livingston manager, his staff, and the players, would be thinking that could have been a three or a four at Ibrox. Um, no doubt of that. Um, I do believe Arfield knew exactly what he was doing. He's got a little bit of a habit against Livingston. He, that's his old club, Livingston, isn't it? No, he's from Livingston. Oh, he's from Livingston. I knew he was round about. I don't know if it's uh, council or a new house. As Mark asked uh, Patrick, <laughs> no, um, that? how bad was that? Uh, it was ridiculous. Well, you got to get the fine detail on these things. You know, what I mean, Broomhouse was built uh-huh. in, in a, a small community, mm. and then the big builders came and built all around. And about it. just how Callum's looked him up, thinks it's definitely the big one. I'm only kidding. Yeah, Is the, the big one. Ah, well, this side. Oh, he played before, my apologies. And uh, I thought his goal last night was brilliant. Gone. Um, he did mean it. He knew what he was doing. It was the only way 
that he really could have got the ball but back in it. He's got that in his locker. Scott Arfield doesn't get the credit that he deserves playing for Rangers. Apart from me Speaking of the credit For a wonderful career Grant Robertson says I dug out the old Playstation 2 And I've loaded FIFA 11 It's interesting to see Mark Wilson in the Celtic reserves The graphics <laughs> don't do him justice <laughs> They're certainly accurate Those games I Getting in the reserves you would have a hilarious Playstation face I think You think so? I, just, I can just Why? see it now I just think how can I say this without it being really insulting? It I sounds like it's going to be insulting. <laughs> no, it is. I just <laughs> feel like it starts a conversation. Like, how can I put this? I just feel like insulting. you've got the perfect face that, like, gra- like twenty eleven graphics would wouldn't do justice to. I can just imagine it very <laughs> how, how chiselled. It'd yeah. be very like square and the hair uh, very sort of square. Uh, that that, can, that does just... sound insulting. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna gonna say that 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 makes out like I've got a square face. Have you seen it? Have you got it? <laughs> Send us a picture. <laughs> no, don't. Have you got that? Have I got what PlayStation? Yeah, that, that, that one. Do you, that know, graphic. Do, do you know what? And and I'm actually I'm miles off here because I'm I'm off on the time. Yeah, I'm not insult me again. Are you? Kind of. Do you know what okay. I've got visions of for some reason? I'm thinking along the lines of Did you ever? This is gobbledygook to you, but we're of a, a similar generation. <laughs> what are you going to say? Did you ever, do you remember the Harry Potter game for like the PlayStation One? <laughs> yeah. And the, the faces were. I, I, can, I can imagine you. I don't, I don't know why I'm laughing at you having a go at me. That's not funny. Actually, I feel quite downhearted now after just being absolutely thrown apart from my face on a computer game. Anyway, uh, Ian is in Lanark. Ian, we just heard from David Martindale. I don't know if it's last night on your mind or the new signing or, or something else. What's your thoughts as a Rangers fan? Um, it's about the uh, caller who was on basically right at the start of the show. Yep. Um, Saying that Celtic are obviously playing good Which I give credit They've done well with signing uh, Angie uh, Give him credit with Crouch Duke And son He was no really known um, But I think he's getting a bit You know Overwhelmed um, what, what, For instance He only was basing off the game Last night For the ball full firm um, Considering Rangers lineup, We had about Five players that were Not in the starting 11 um, With Stephen Davis Kent Alfredo Aribo, who hopefully is back soon, um, who by far, in my opinion, is the best Rangers player we've got now. Yanis uh, Hadji and Talander. Um, so I think hopefully, I don't eat my words, but hopefully, uh, I hope a few Celtic fans come back down to reality when it comes to the All Firm on Wednesday. Um, and the new signing as well. I don't know really about him. Um, I mean, I had a look online on Wikipedia and I seen they only four appearances um, for Atalanta uh, and only three appearances for Man U. So hopefully, I trust Gio's, um, you know, judgment. There's the kind of looks at I. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he's done done the right thing. But I don't think it the boil sign for us, especially concerning the fact is that they paid twenty five to forty million for him. If it's like bonuses, I seen or something yeah. like that. But I think a few Celtic fans are going to be eating their words when it comes to the all-firm game, hopefully. Uh, possibly. I mean, listen, that's just par for the course, isn't it? People win confident, Gordon. Um, Mark, what about the the likelihood of... I mean, Diallo will go into the, the squad for, for the trip to Ross County. Is, is every player different? Is it, is it difficult to predict his... His readiness I mean he's ready in the sense that you know He can come in and play 68 minutes this season mm. That's clearly not ideal But the Rangers fans are hoping That the talent is going to speak You know The, the yeah. talent is going to Is going to dominate That sort of thing Because he's The big money fee As Ian mentions The company he's been keeping The hopes for, for his 
his career But he has played 68 minutes this season Is everybody different? Can some just get pitched in and go? Does some need built up? Uh, no, I, I do believe there is individuals out there Who would take to it um, I think pretty easily Don't get me wrong That's, that's first team uh, Of course he's He would have been training every day uh, Of course people always talk about match fitness And yes match fitness is a real thing There is a, a, a big difference Between training and matches So uh, Me personally I would be surprised If he went right in A way game at Ross County Who who have, have certainly um, Looked decent at times this season I think he'll play some part of the game I don't think it'll be like five minutes at the end I think he'll get some decent minutes in him Again I think next week's game against Celtic Would be too soon for him to actually start In that environment Just in mm. the in the squad a week um, But You just wonder though I mean It's not an exact comparison but Ange Postacoglu spoke about How little football Rio Hitati yeah. had played recently just, just put him in And Starfelt was off the plane And, and sometimes you've just got to to do these things and, and sometimes players don't look back And they just They just take to it Yeah Aribo coming back though um, Right Has right really been that bad That You would pitch somebody Straight in Ahead of him I just can't see it But some players Have to do it Ange Postacoglu I think he's, his arm was forced With a couple of those That he had to play Like Starfield In the first mm. game of the season Hitati I thought it was kind of made For Hitati at home But Away to Ross County Away to Celtic that's a different kettle of fish. There's 16 league games left Gordon mm. Deal So Rangers have signed this And of course Europe's still going Scottish Cup's still going But as far as the league goes Rangers have signed this guy For 16 games So You're not going to want to take too long to, to see the best of him Are you? Well I, I disagree I think they'll pitch him in against Ross County um, I think it's completely different now You're right He's up here for A short period of time um, They've probably worked very hard To get the boy up They believe in his ability you're playing against Ross County. It will be a difficult game away from home. So I, I, I don't see no reason whatsoever, Gordon, in throwing mm. the boy in, of uh, course. Ian's other point was Celtic fans are getting carried away. Rangers have got players missing as well, which of course they did last night. Mm. Um, what do you make of that? Um, I think both teams obviously are weakened because there's a lot of them. I agree with Ian. I think Aribo just now is probably Rangers' best player. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. You've got Kent not there, Morelos, people that. But then, if you're Celtic fan, you can you can talk about mm -hmm. the influence of the players that they're missing. I wonder if that's because, like everything here, the old firm game dominates and it clouds it. So once it gets to that, I think clearly it's Celtic who've, who've got more absentees because Kent will be back, Aribo will be back, whereas you know Rogic won't, Hatati won't, Kyogo won't, Cal McGregor r remains to be seen. So. With that game in mind Everyone has been focusing Rightly or wrongly On Celtic's absentees But if you take last night Ian's right For, for last night Rangers had a, a fairly lengthy list Of influential players Missing as well Yeah And and I can't believe That one of my answers On Beat the Pundit Was uh, It was Livingston And Rangers played them Last night and scored uh, So I thought that You know Rangers have got a, You know They've got an opportunity To bring in For instance Young Lowry uh, and he's he's played very very well indeed. Uh, they've got a decent squad, Ranger a big squad. But you're right, Gordon. It's about the big players coming back. Uh, the more the merrier for next Wednesday. I know that you've still Ross County and Dundee United to go over. Um, I'm with Mark. I think that is a given. I think they will do that. I think they've got the ability to do that. The more the more big 
players for this game You can get back the better And if Rangers can get Of course the Rebels back And the Kents back uh, I mean, actually, they will. They are back, aren't they? Unless yeah, something happens. At the unless weekend, something yeah. happens. Um, unfortunately for Celtic, they'll be missing a few of their key players. But I don't think there'll be any excuses made at all because I look at that Celtic team last night, and as much as you know the McGregor, Turnbull, Rogic, all these guys are are uh, Kyogo's not playing. It was still a very strong team. And for an hour last night at Tyne Castle, I thought Celtic were were uh, very, very good indeed. Thanks, Ian. 01419511025. Get your calls in. There were other big games last night, you know. So if there are any fans out there uh, feeling neglected, pick up the phone and let us know what you made of your team's performance. We've got a full-time teaser for these two as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 We've got a full time teaser for you I think you'll make easy work of this Although having seen you on Beat the Pundit mm. No more than 15 minutes ago uh, Maybe I'm not so sure Jerry and Erskine has sent it in Jerry wants to know Can you name nine players in the Scottish top flight Who've played for either of the old firm And at least three other top flight teams? Good question Can you name nine players In the top flight at the moment Who've played for the old firm Either of the old firm And at least three other top flight teams Is Willow Flood No one there <sighs> Might get the wrong question here. Who does he currently play for Is he in the top flight at the moment I don't know I don't know where he is I've lost no, my he's, not, he's not in our premiership is he you Wayne know Griffiths Yeah it's brilliant Show me your working Dundee Wayne Griffiths Yeah and Hibs Levy Hibs okay. yeah. yeah I'm happy with that <laughs> You say Hibs twice in case he didn't yeah. hear you I was a bit concerned <laughs> there that Hibs may be May be wrong uh, Better than Willow Oh, I must say. oh. Charlie Adam Now McGinn Hold on right. Now McGinn uh, Did you say Charlie Adam? Yes Yes Ross County, St Mirren, Smyrna. Dundee yeah. uh, yeah. Niall McGinn, no How? Dundee, Aberdeen, Celtic There you go <laughs> There's your three teams and he's still this in guy, the top league he's Absolutely He's still in the top league is he not? He's It's not at least it. three other teams though Okay bro That's only two No he's not in the top well, league oh, Right stop it This is getting out of hand That's the worst answer of the lot Eamon Brophy Well he played with Kamarnock St Merlin But never Celtic or Rangers Quite crucially <laughs> Oh Celtic Real <laughs> I'm enjoying I'm enjoying just sitting back and watching you at work here. Having an argument about yourself. I didn't write Celtic or Rangers down, so listen to the question. Right, okay. Got it. Right, so nine. We'll get that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Tony Watt. Yes, thank you. Hearts St Johnson, Motherwell, Dundee United. Right, leave it there. That's three. Is it? Is that three of the nine? Yeah, you'll scoosh that You will scoosh it 01419511025 The biggest game of the night last night really was St Johnston Dundee But we hoped it would be this relegation oh. thriller But quite often they can be tense affairs It ends nil-nil Yeah So yeah. anyone? I thought I thought the, the fact that St Johnston had brought in Chifty Would have given them a big lift And you know Bag 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 day goals That Matt was Depending yeah, on For so anyone much. who's wondering What they're on about These two have got a very Small Responsible oh, wager For charity yeah. 
Mark Wilson says Nadir Chiefji will score five, five or yeah. more yeah. between now and the end of the season. Gordon DL says no. And what happened last night? Oh, hamstring done. Ha- five hamstring minutes. Five off. minutes. Mm. What's, your, what's, your, what's your thought process now? Where the big ah, I think it looks unlikely. <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, he's he's obviously uh, he's maybe not taking. Is he one for the clubs? He's played a few clubs, did you not? Chiefji. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gutted at that. This as well. <laughs> And you'd come good sometime Muller, Wilson, Johnston and Dundee yeah. Yeah. Forget that, forget that Seriously If you're looking for positives Does it, you know It's not a defeat Johnston well, that's stating the obvious Yeah, that's it. That's a positive After the run that they've been on And then Kelty at the weekend You saw the fans after that game You know, really, really going after the players And the management And I quite, I quite liked to honestly Callum Davidson Throughout this week he admits he's under pressure He knows he's under pressure So it was important that they didn't lose again So That's the only thing he can take away But when you You sign a striker To score your goals And to get you out Of things And he pulls his hamstring Sometimes you just go What else can go wrong This season yeah. um, I wonder If he'll do any more business and In like the remaining said, days it was Ten defeats in a row So By that Logic It's it's a step in the right direction, no? Yeah, I, I don't really think it is that much gone because it's at home. They're playing second bottom, Dundee. If you're going to stay up, it doesn't matter what's went before. You've got to win the games. You've got to win the games. Keeps them in touch, though, doesn't it? I mean, it's two points, so that's with, with 16 games left. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. okay. But if that all of a sudden comes to five and, and you are on it, a losing run But right now I think The St Johnson manager's thinking Where's my next victory Where's my next three points Going to come from Because You know They're not scoring goals They're not winning at home Against second bottom uh, They're not playing With a lot of confidence They've just been knocked out Of the Scottish Cup With Kelty um, I, I think it's difficult times For St Johnston I think they're in, I was going to say In real trouble Of course they're in real trouble But I don't know if they can get out of this. Two goals in the last nine games. Yeah, that's uh, that's very very poor. So it's at both ends the problem lies with them that that reliable defence that they had for so many years, and particularly last year where a lot of that success was built on, and then at the top end of the park they had an end product. But both ends are failing them now. And like I say, when you make signings to try and bolster both ends, and they come up injured or underperforming, then you really are in trouble. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gordon, I'm not sure we need to dedicate too long to Motherwell Hibs. Not a classic. Oh, Hibs didn't have a shot on target going. Don't think they've had a shot on target for the last couple of league games, actually. But um, yeah, that 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 must be worrying for Sean Maloney. He's lost, obviously, Martin Boyle. He's got to try and replace that. Nisbet got them out of out of jail with the the, the cup goal at Easter Road against Cove, who I thought were terrific on the night. Uh, he's still he's still a bit of work to do there. He's just in the door. He's got to stamp his own authority and his his own ways of playing. That may take time, but just now, uh, Fur Park was not a good place to be last night. And I wasn't. This there is going to say, say there's no way you were there. <laughs> I had to I had to watch the Hearts Celtic game obviously because tonight, but uh, it was a bit windy and cold. I've got any to other. Any I listen com- to the atmosphere. Any complaints window. about Liam Donnelly sending off? I mean, Graham Alexander was so upset about it that he followed and he got himself sent off. Yeah, he's got a, he's he's got a <laughs> he little bit of past about this. He loves it. Yeah, he, he, he likes getting himself involved and very emotional manager. No, I thought it was uh, to to get into the second. 
challenge when you're on a yellow with Sully Gordon. So, no, I'm not going to go down the road of Graham Alexander. I think you've just got to accept it. Second yellow, red card, off you go. But it was a doer, doer game at Don't get part. me wrong, Mark. Conditions were horrific, so that, that doesn't yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I was I was out earlier on in the night coaching kids <laughs> with rain coming sideways into my face for three hours. Um, so I knew <laughs> how testing the conditions were. Um, always, always difficult when the wind gets up. Uh, who you just wonder who who went away for it? I think that was the better point from. I, I think both would have been disappointed in the evening. But that says about Sean, no shots in target for the last few. It's certainly he'll it, be given a lot of time. Um, he'll be given room to bring people in. It does take time for managers midway through a season Chance to get their of the style game across. goes to your. Your man Kevin Van, Van Veen doesn't he's got to score that doesn't he? Hundred percent because there wasn't many other chances. So yeah, and especially a game like that—that's what a difference that is with the three points. It's a great opportunity. I'm thinking he's got to put the ball in the back in it. It was a poor effort, Gordon. It just summed the full game up. Let's just forget about it. Let's move on and hope the weather's better at the weekend. All right, okay then. I'll move on if you say so. Frank <laughs> is a Celtic fan on the line. What have you got for us tonight, Frank? Evening, gents. Hope you're all well. Thank you. Um, Same to you. Few things. Um, I'll try and be quick. Um, you asked about O'Reilly. I thought his debut was first class. I know a number of people have said that he, he grew into the game after the first maybe fifteen minutes um, when Hearts probably were on top, and then I think Celtic just bossed the game. Um, the, the player I thought was just first class. I was at Celtic Park the Monday night with his debut. Just Hattie in the centre of the park. I think Celtic have found an absolute and utter gem. I was saying to your producer. I don't like doing this after just two games, but you can see this boy is going to go to the very top. You listen to players, people like Iniesta saying Celtic have found an absolute gem. I thought he added to his game. Um, He he played brilliantly against Hibs, but I thought last night he just bossed the game. Yes, you can see in the last 15 minutes Celtic kind of tired and some of the players were were, um, out on their feet. But um, you asked about the game, what, what changed? The, the game all changed in 62 minutes when, frankly, a, a ridiculous decision was made. I can get people debating about Giamakis for the first goal, 50-50 VAR lines. There is every single still and every single picture, even in real time. He's as clear as offside as you'll see this season, Boyle. Um, not Boyle. Boyce. Um, Boyce, aye. It's so... Obviously, he's offside. He's a full body nearly offside. It's a, it's a shocking decision. And then you've got wee moaning Nielsen. He comes out after every Hearts game against Celtic. And all he complains about and talks about is offside. And he said that they were bread and butter. The first one, Mark and Gordon have said that it's not bread and butter. It's never bread and butter. It's a 50-50. And as a Celtic fan, if it's given against you, you need to suck it up. And if you're a Hearts fan when the goal scored, you need to suck it up. But the, the boys one is a mile offside. And this is a manager that doesn't even talk about it. the first game of the season. Celtic one each, playing under Ange with all everything thrown against them. Abada scores a perfectly good goal at Tynecastle at one each to put Celtic two one up, and he doesn't even mention it. This, so you can't keep moaning the way he does after every game about offsides and for chooses to forget. Probably the worst decision of all games against Celtic was the one that Abada scored. Um, so I just wanted to say that just very encouraging signs and the big man up front I think is unsung hero I was talking to a few of my mates last night that's a guy who's played two games two goals both finishes are first class he's won in Saturday against Allah was good but that flick last night whether it's onside or offside is it <laughs> relevant 
the finish last night, if I scored by a number of strikers in the Premier League, you're seeing that goal replayed 20, 30 times a day in Sky Sports News. It was first class and a touch of genius for the big man. Yeah, he's an aspect of last night we've not really got round to, Mark. There is going to be a lot of spotlight on him. There has been because there is no Kyogo, there is no Maeda. He's going to have to play big games like last night, presumably, against Rangers as well. What, what do you make of him? Scored at the weekend, scored yeah. last night. Yeah, well, he's been hugely unfortunate since he's came to Celtic with picking up injuries, and that's that's went against him with some people's opinion right off, and obviously the missed penalty. But I, I think he could be quite pleased with his contribution. I think the the three goals, three goals he's got now, yeah, um, all very similar. You know that run to the front post, making himself available, getting in front of a defender, and then he's got the finesse. To finish him, I thought he's won against Alwa on Saturday night. It was a brilliant finish as well. Obviously, last night's eclipse is that. But there's a, a fair weight in his shoulders. Because you're right, he is going to have to carry the can up front in big games and, and people expect him to score. Because he's track record before he came to Celtic, he's scoring record. Celtic fans thought, yeah, this is a guy, the, the big target man that Celtic have been missing for a number of years now. This is a guy... And when it doesn't happen for you in the first few weeks, like it did Kyogo, then you're always playing catch up. But all he he can do just now, every time he's in the team, is score a goal and contribute. And last night, when you do it in the big games, you tend to be remembered for it. Stylistically, Gordon, he's obviously never going to be Kyogo or Maeda, mm. so there will always be that question mark about whether he's the absolute ideal man for the way Ange Postecoglou wants to go about his business. But you know, the, the different styles are, are okay. That's it's perfectly allowable. What have you made of his contribution? Um, lately, I, I think he's doing very well, Gordon. I, I, there's something in him I like. Uh, I know he's different from the rest of the strikers. I think Mark's right. I think his goal against Alaba was a very well-taken goal. Last night was a brilliant taking goal. Yes, you can argue, was he just in front of Suter? But John Suter, to me, is a top-class defender. And he gets in front of him. Suter can't get to the ball. And he puts the ball in the back of it. And it's a flick through the leg. I thought it was a good finish from a striker who's grown in confidence. I think he can add a bit to Celtic. I really do. I think there's more more to come for him, man. I must admit, I don't know if we moaning Nielsen is, is a nickname that's going to stick or not. That that's that was Frank's take mm-hmm. um, on the Hearts <laughs> manager uh, last night. He felt the Celtic one was close, possibly off, but the the Hearts one was was miles off, and therefore Robbie Nielsen shouldn't be complaining. No. So much. Uh, now in fairness to Robin Nielsen Robin Nielsen says that the linesman Let the referee down in both the de- decisions So he, he was fairly um, Accurate on both occasions Like the two of them were incredibly close The one, the Boyce one so Frank doesn't think Boyce is as close He thinks it's a mile But you no, think it's close No it's close Look when I seen it in real time I thought like Frank That's a mile off When you see the replay It is very very close If the VAR lines came out It would be very close Both of them But two of them are off It's, it's as simple as that Hmm I mean Gordon I, I Hopefully Regular listeners would Testify to this I, f- I feel like w- When it is marginal offsides It's the one thing that We really do need to be Cutting officials a bit more slack over mm. If it's marginal The problem is People Look at a marginal offside And pretend that it's not marginal And you, you've got Robbie Nielsen Saying that that's bread and butter And he's got to get it right Well it was so bread and butter That not a single Hearts player Raises their hand Now I'm not saying that that is the be all and end all Players don't don't have to react And we do overstate that that side of it sometimes But I didn't recall any real shouts By the time the ball gets to Giacomacchus Suter is fully goal side of him mm. Like we said When you see the still You're looking at, at Giacomacchus's 
head is it further forward than, than Suter's left foot whose knee is, is further forward so I wonder if whilst we acknowledge standard the refereeing can be better I wonder if we all need to help ourselves a little bit and, and not not make out that sort of marginal understandable decisions are worse than they actually are I'm not criticising officials for the first goal gone uh, I think it's a very very difficult call I really do It's okay for us to Get two or three replays Then you can slow it down And then you can look at the different um, Body positions And you can make your mind up from them Real time I think that's a real hard call I really do And I can understand why They, they, they gave the goal um, I I disagree a little bit And I know what Mark's saying about VR With the lines The minute I seen boys The ball getting released I think it was Barry Mackay Plays the ball in the first thing I looked at and thought he's offside, so I didn't think that way. Jack, so what you disagreeing with me? I said that as well. Well, it looked a mile offside when I seen it in real time, but when I seen the replay, you seen how close it was. Even in the replay, I still didn't think it was that close. Uh, so I'm disagreeing <laughs> with you on that. Um, I I just think that uh, that call, put it this way, I think that call was a lot easier than to make the call with Jack Marcus. Okay, thank you Frank Nice to hear from you 01419511025 I've had a few messages in Blair is one of them Richard Scobie another Sending me this picture of you From FIFA 2011 Me It just looks <laughs> nothing like you I actually Let's think see. he's doing you a favour Let's see quite chiselled in that Chiselled? Pretty good, aye It looks nothing like, like him though Like, like I don't look like that Harry Let's Potter The computer game you were Is it a bit Get Gordon Dale on FIFA. Is he? Aye, right. he must no. be oh, that's right. <laughs> they don't do. You they don't do like under Dol- the, the Premiership. Dolph Longstrom there or whatever you call him. What'd you Dolph Longstrom. <laughs> what do you call him? Is that, is that John Longstrom's brother? <laughs> no. What do you call him? I was in Rocky. <laughs> Dolph Longstrom. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Rocky. What do you call him? <laughs> Dolph Longstrom. Is that right? Huh? I don't know. Where has he gone? Uh, that's close enough. Dolph what? Wondering What's that? Oh, Dolph Wondering Dolph Lundgren 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 Right ah, okay that's Lundgren sorry Lundgren Lundgren Anyway I don't look like him <laughs> Get Daz's picture up That doesn't exist right no. Rocco's a Rangers fan He's coming next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Rocco in Dumbarton's coming in in just a second Very quickly on this teaser though Jerry asks Nine players currently in the Scottish top flight Who've played for either of the old firm And at least three other top flight teams So Tony Watt, Charlie Adam Lee Griffiths, Nadir Chiefchi Gary Mackay, Stephen Yes, well done Aberdeen, Dundee United, Hearts Scott Allen Scott Allen, yes Hibs, Dundee, Dundee United Come on uh, Go ahead, go Dylan McGeeck No oh, I told you wasn't it mm. um, No Holt Jason Holt Yes, well done Okay, we'll leave it there Just a couple more to go uh, By the way, I was just checking on Twitter For some of these answers Why don't you head over to our Twitter feed Or Facebook Or Instagram Or TikTok Or, or YouTube Producer Callum's been extremely busy uh, There's quite a good video Stuck up there In the lead up to the big game Next Wednesday 
uh, looking back on Mark Wilson's uh, well not not just Mark Wilson's but looking back on yeah. Mark Wilson's goal in the, in the fixture yeah, the yeah, famous one watching. infamous and uh, we've got some of the some of the pundits <laughs> reacting to it so it's quite good fun go and check it out what's, TikTok, what's Instagram, up? Facebook, what's, Twitter is, is it no, very animated over there? no we can't ha- no, <laughs> stop it uh, Rocco sorry Rocco you've been waiting for ages what is on your uh, mind as a Rangers fan tonight? You mean gents, how are you tonight? Good, thank you, good Excellent, so first of all I phoned up a few weeks ago about John Suter And I said that Rangers would probably sign him on a pre-contract And also said that they'd probably sign this Dutch centre-back as well So got one out of the two right, we'll see if the other one materialises But my main point tonight is regarding Rangers over the last few games I think with Lowry coming in it definitely gives them a bit more balance and with uh, the new boys signed that's going to add to that because they've been struggling for somebody to actually cement that right side of midfield down and I know they've tried right there they've tried Hadji there but Hadji is more a number 10 where Lowry can play and this new boy can slot in there so with regards to balance I just want to get the panel's uh, point of view with regards to that point however my main concern for Rangers is that when Morelos drops out and they've got strikers such as Cedric Eaton coming in they've not got the, quite the same oomph and the same threat up front now Eaton does hold the ball up quite well but in front of goal you know he either scuffs it or you know shots go off target and I know he's just came back off on loan, but I honestly don't see it. Kemar Roof could be uh, a good deputy to Morelos. However, I know he's coming back from injury. So both those particular points regarding balance and the strike force up front, I just want the panel's point of view on that. Uh, strike force, uh, Eton, I to- totally agree. I totally agree. I think that he's a bench player for me, Gordon. Um, he loves to come off the bench and score against Motherwell, we'll have noticed. But... I think playing week in, week out, I think Roof's a better option. Morelos is a number one striker. They need to get Roof up and running. They need to get him to his fitness because he is his, he is probably the best I've got now outside Morelos. Does Roof need to start on Saturday then if he's going to start against Celtic? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I, yeah, 100%. I think he's got to get at least 70, 80, or if, if lucky enough he could get the full 90 under his belt, I think that would do him the world of good getting into a game because the Celtic game's got to be played at 100 mile an hour. The pace has got to be incredible. You need minutes, you need a bit of fitness. Matt rightly said earlier in the show, you can train as much as you want, match fitness completely different. Roof is the best option. Uh, Eaton for me as an impact player maybe to come off the bench and grab you a goal I don't think if I was Rangers I would rather get into the game next Wednesday with Roof as my centre forward than uh, Cedric Eaton Yeah I'd, I'd agree with that I think Roof will play next week I think he will play on Saturday Eaton I have to agree with Rocco every time I I see him there looks like there's something there with him but it just doesn't all fall into place and I know he's still young but uh, you know when Morelos is away It's a big opportunity when he's brought back to the club And he needs to I, I think personally he needs to do better with the chances He's getting um, In terms of balance yeah, Rangers are Rangers are fairly okay I know they've got players out Players missing But when you look at their midfield Young Lowry's come in And 
he stepped up to the mark That's all you can ask for, for young players When they get the opportunity to really grasp it But when you look at the midfield with Kamara And then Sands has done okay when he came in Arfield coming in and getting some minutes And scoring a terrific goal Aribo coming back I think Giovanni Van Bronckers Of course would love to have his full strength team But I think he'll be pretty happy with what he's got uh, Rocco, that loan signing from Man United today Do you think that will be the end of it Or more to come? I'm I'm hoping they can get maybe one other in there now. It may be Suter, they may pay Hearts uh, the compensation that they're looking for. It really depends because I know Connor Goldson's getting a little bit of interest down south. You know, if somebody offers him, like say hypothetically, offers Rangers two million. Could Rangers turn that down considering he's only got a few months left on his contract? Of course. For me personally, I would keep him because he's settled in the defence. He's probably our number one centre-back. And, you know, as much as John Suter may, may do well, he's a youngster coming into the team and, you know, potentially may take him a few games. Have we got that luxury? I don't know. So it's going to be interesting. But um, just to go back on Mark's point there, I do agree with regards to Rangers midfield. But a lot of these players are not the type of players that play in a 10. Our field breaks from deep. Aribo prefers to play slightly deeper. I know he plays in a number 10 for Nigeria, but that number 10 position, Rangers, uh, if Hadji's not playing there, uh, I know they've tried Kent in there, then they are kind of struggling, whereas Lowry potentially could um, you know, fill in that slot and maybe do well there until all the rest of the players come back. Yeah, it's an interesting point. There's that bit of craft, because we, we spoke about it, Mark, yeah. you know, with... Uh, well this was mostly centred around the Rebo being away Then you add in Hadji's injury Janine Bakuna hasn't worked That's why he's gone But he was meant to be that type That Mavericks may be a bit strong But you know the, the type that can just produce something A moment of magic Unlock something it, it, Lowry at least fits that type doesn't he? Yeah it looks like it You're bang on Gordon When you see young players come in You can quickly establish uh, kind of get an idea of what they're going to be like How they receive the ball, how they pass the ball How they move with the ball And Lowry, you can clearly see that he's that type of player It's just I tend to agree with what Daz says earlier on In the big games, and I mean the big game next week Managers would always go I think with a tried and trusted And I think what Rocco saying A rebo play slightly deeper I think it'll be more or less the full strength Internationals back in and Lowry sitting on the bench Rocco mentions John Suter did the goalposts move on that last night with the injury to Craig Halkett? Does that have a, any bearing on the likelihood that Rangers can get John Suter? Uh, or or the, does the money just talk regardless? I, I think that if the, the price is right, I think the money's got to talk. Do you don't think it changes anything then? Mm, no, I think I think Hearts would take the money. Um, I'll be interesting to see what happens. I thought that obviously Halkett walking up the tunnel, he, he looked in a bit of discomfort. Um interesting to see what the, the, the outcome of that injury is but if if Hearts have got a price and Rangers are not too far away from it yes it would be a big blow to them but I think you've got to cash in got to take the money if it's yeah. if it's 500,000 for four months work basically you're getting out of John Stewart I think you've got to take it at a, a position like Hearts are um, I think they could get someone else in and Basically, I don't think you can afford just to let players walk they're out not, the door they're, they're not going to get second half. So the third is what they're aiming for. They're seven, seven points ahead. Uh, they've still got a bit of breathing space here, Gordon. So I'm with Mark. I think if the money's right, they'll, mm. they'll take the money as much but as... But what if it leaves you short, though, and you can't because of Halkett? Well, uh, 
If I was a Hearts fan I'd be slightly disappointed that that a move hasn't already been done for someone coming in or it may be along the line that we just don't know about because Robbie Nielsen Hearts have known a long time now that John Souter wasn't going to be there either in the summer and there was every likelihood they would go uh, before the end of this month so if I'm a Hearts fan I'm thinking there's going to be somebody in the door in the next couple of days to replace him Yeah I've got to echo those thoughts I, I totally agree with them Mm, you don't sound very sincere But that's fine Thank you Rocco and Dumbarton A bit late to get into this one But some breaking news tonight Maybe we can get your thoughts tomorrow St Mirren fans The club announcing That Chief Executive Tony Fitzpatrick Will retire from his position On March the 31st So before the end of the season uh, But still a few weeks left um, For Tony Fitzpatrick And a very popular figure Imagine in April 1st Your man here was unveiled As a Chief Exec <laughs> Uh, I love Tony Great, 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 great football lad I had, the priv- <laughs> I had the privilege Of playing against Tony A few times What a fantastic footballer he was And he's a fantastic man I wish him all the very Always best. like his enthusiasm His positivity great. And like He knows He knows fine well That it, it sets him up For some people Because every year He says they'll be top six Or Europe Or whatever Names high that. And, and it, it allows people to, to beat him with that stick Sometimes But yeah. There are worse traits Than, than being Overly optimistic there is. I, I remember, you know, I'm coming out, and what was it top four? He he, he says he had aspiration for St. Man. It's no, there's no harm in that. Fans love to hear that. Fans love to hear people that are invested in the club have real ambitions. If they're unreachable, then so be it. But at least he tried. But um, yeah, good luck to him. I think he he did a terrific job at St. Man. Uh, okay. I think that'll be us on the phones But you two have got work to do on the teaser. Can you name nine players currently in the top flight? Who have played for either of the old firm But also at least three other Top flight teams So like Jason Holt Lee Griffiths Nadir Chiefji Scott Allen Tony Watt Charlie Adam Gary Mackay Stephen Two to get It's a brilliant question Are there a goalkeeper in there gone? I like to, to... You always say that But no, no Not this time Not this time I'm shrugging back Two to get Can, mm, We need a little bit of a Both former Celtic players Right okay Um. Chalmers Joe Chalmers No No, no. Joe Chalmers no, I know I'm thinking of who's been That's out on loan Is he not just signed for uh, Fairman yeah, Give us yeah, a clue where they're playing Roughly at the now Dundee uh, Paul McGowan Gown. No uh, Paul McMullen No Oh Somebody Paul Paul, Paul Somebody It's not Paul Mc, Mc, It sounds nothing like Paul Killian Sheridan Yes <laughs> Which indeed sounds nothing like yeah. Paul uh, Killian Sheridan And the last one I must admit I kind of forgot Is he still at St Johnson? He's not played for a while Must be injured St Johnson Hibs Livingston Celtic oh, Do you hear uh, that? That means you're running out of time Hurry up what are you saying hurry up to me for? Well, you're a Celtic man. says that, I don't know it. Oh. If, you, if it. Gordon gets this, he will not be able to recreate this guy's celebration with that dodgy hip. It's a wiggle. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Effie Ambrose. Oh! oh! Great no question, bad, Jerry. Bad. Back tomorrow night, Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans, big men for the big occasion, and Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>